you're all safe and well, welcome to season two of the podcast. It's just myself and Dave this week. Um, it's quite a short episode for us, but hopefully you'll still enjoy it all the same. So it's the number one podcast from 2020, back for 2021. Happy New Year, Dean. Happy New Year, Dave. understand Boris Johnson was uh, quite a fan of the podcast, so in order to get us back on, he decided to send the entire country into a, into a lockdown again. Yeah, so the, the tactic here is that everybody's so bored that they've got to do something with the time and they're going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> it plays into our hands, this, this lockdown number three, is it? Think this is yeah three. i think it's three now isn't it yeah yeah and everyone's in a really gloomy new year mood because um <laughs> we're gloomy because it's new year anyway and we're gloomy because we're all stuck inside and we're gloomy because we can't do any athletics can we i mean in some respects i think this third lockdown is i think people find it a bit harder because it's like oh any novelty value has worn off definitely gone um so it's quite tough on people who are maybe got into a bit more training, get into a bit more routine. And I think before this happened, you could sort of, sort of the tracks were mostly open, but you could carry on the training in various shapes and sizes, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, there was something. Yeah, you always found something to get by. I mean, the problem this time around is uh, everyone's, you know, decorated their houses, done all their gardens up and everything. So there's, there's nothing really that? left to do indoors. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's certainly going to be no indoor athletics. You can rule that out. I mean, that's a just completely a non-start. You're not that. You're just not going to see that at all this year. Any indoor stuff, I don't think. No, no, I agree. I think that yeah, the indoor season is definitely a write-off. And prospects for well, cross country dead as a dodo. There's going to be no. There's going to be no cross country. Um, there was talk of sort of one or two county events, and we did do the cross country. The relay. We could talk about that in a minute. I don't think we've talked about the relay. Uh, I think we brought it up briefly, but um... uh, well, they won't remember. So let's talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, what in we fact, got... no, I, I think uh, we mentioned it before the relays, and we didn't do a podcast since. So <laughs> I think we should be good to squeeze that one in there. Yeah. Anyway, that that happened back in was it September? Uh, October. October. September, like yeah. Absolutely October. Hammered down. Oh really? Absolutely hammered down. It was the wettest day. God, that was wet. But he went off all right. I mean, he was going to do more, but um, I think the problem was I think Kent went into lockdown, didn't it? They went to tier three or something like yeah, that. Yeah, then they brought out the new tier system, didn't they? And that, yeah, messed everything up. So, yeah, and there was rumour that Kent were going to do some sort of champs. That's gone by the by, isn't it? Um, it yeah, I mean, that would be this weekend as well, wouldn't it? This week, yeah, yeah. Being this yeah, weekend. As a, it could have been last weekend, I suppose. But yeah, this weekend or last weekend, not going to happen. Um, yeah, and well, there's no cross country. Yeah, I think like even before this lockdown, I, I, I thought that it was going to be a bit of a stretch to get um, some cross country going Yeah, this season. It's the group basically. activity, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I always thought the Nationals and the Southerns and everything like that, that was going to be, you know, out of the window, I thought that the best thing we might be able to get would be, as you say, a couple of local fixtures, and even then, you know, uh, staggered starts or something like that. Maybe I don't think that it would be a cross-country race as as we as we know and love. 
So that then leads us to road racing. Well, I think road racing did sort of get going again, didn't it? Really, there's a few races here in the um, 10Ks and half marathons. I think on the Olympic Park, I think there was a few few things out there. A few of the athletes running that. Um, on the commercial end of stuff, I think. But again, they've been stopped doing that. Really, that that ain't gonna happen, is it? No, I think Strava's uh, setting out uh, a load of challenge badges or something for oh, you just to, to have a go at. Yeah, yeah, run 50k in January, 100k in January. I think there's going to be <laughs> loads of little challenges on Strava for for people to to. Yeah, go. this this red January for runners is actually can you draw blood from your feet by <laughs> <laughs> running so many miles? Yeah, I mean, and, and we were just talking before before we came on about the big half which I think is planned for March, is it? Yeah, March, April, something along those lines. That'd be doubtful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, if it, uh, it's, uh, it's going it's to end up virtual again anyway, I think, isn't it? I don't think it was ever... Did they plan to actually have a you know physical race? Oh, yeah, or... I think so. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um... Yeah... Yeah, set the stall out a bit early for that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, think, I, but... I know as much as the next man, but my hunch on this is that big crowds is still a no-no. Um, you can rule out winter, you can rule out spring, anything that requires big crowds getting together. They're just not going to risk it, are they? Because no. it seems like we're going, uh, we still haven't cracked it yet. Uh, no. COVID, and um, I think there's been so much nervousness when hopefully we do turn the corner and numbers start to come down again and vaccines obviously getting people's arms but um they're going to be they're going to be small scale things aren't they again for yeah it's not going to be these big you know 20 30 plus uh, 30,000 plus participants and i mean not only that as you say like it's uh, you know crowds of people going to watch uh, all the traveling that's going to happen as well um yeah, I just I, I can't see mass participation races happening for a while. I'm even even thinking that the London Marathon in October, I can see that being virtual again as well. Just yeah, I, I mean, I was reading about the or listening to and reading about the Olympics, which of course is postponed from last year. And um, at the beginning of the week, Tokyo said, "Oh, the Tokyo Olympics is definitely going to go ahead." Then Tokyo. <laughs> declared <laughs> a state of emergency because there are COVID cases arising. And then they came out about a day after that, after the state of emergency, said, oh, it's, def it's definitely going to go ahead. And then today I read someone saying, well, we can't definitely say it's going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it's impossible to plan anything, isn't it? I mean, it, yeah. it's just literally impossible to plan anything. Yeah, and uh, who'd really want to, <laughs> want to plan something like this now? It's just, I mean, you know, the Olympics must be a headache to plan uh, when everything is is right in the world. So <laughs> when there's a worldwide pandemic going on, it's crazy. I mean, even if they went, I know the uh, NBA, they um, finished their season off by having, and I, well, they've started the new season now, but they, they was in a bubble in, I mean, a bubble in like Disney or somewhere like that. Yeah, and, really. you know, all the teams were just all in the same, all in Disney and they got tested every morning and, you know, whatever else. But I mean, you know, could you imagine trying to do that on the level that they would have to do at the Olympics? It's just. I mean, the only, the only thing I can say about the Olympics, which is different to last year, if you go back to sort of um, summer last year before the Olympics, we was all trying to, everybody was getting their head around this, wasn't they? How would it work? I think the Olympics 
I, I think the Olympics will go ahead. I, I think the reason is because every sport now has demonstrated that they can run the event without spectators in sort of COVID safe conditions. So like yeah. you look at track and field, when they were saying should the Olympics go ahead last year, we hadn't even worked out how it's going to work track and field under this COVID situation. But at least now, I think nearly every sport, I'm saying this without having checking my facts, but hey-ho, let's carry on. Um, every sport can sort of say, we can do track and field under COVID conditions. We can do hockey under COVID conditions. We can do swimming under COVID. They've all done something, I think, which then allows the Olympics to say, the IOC to say, you reckon if we had, we, you know, we can hold it now, still without many spectators, I'd imagine, or if any, and still under tough conditions, but logistically, they could probably say they could do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the worry, I mean, you get to a point where, you know, you can't postpone it another year because then you've got a backlog of, you know, other championships and things that need to go on. And eventually it's just going to end up cancelled. So the best thing is for it to, to carry on under these yeah. COVID restrictions. I mean, the hard thing will be getting the selections to get people there. Yeah. It's running all those competitions in all the sports to get them there. And you know, as we know, we, every country is going to have to hold trials like we are. And, and, <laughs> and, and uh, mind boggles, isn't it? I mean, but if we're going to be optimistic, let's say by May, we're back on the road. That would be nice. <laughs> let's, 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 let's just go with that. Unlike the vets, which I believe the vets, um, champs, whatever you want to call them, the organisation, have just cancelled the whole year. Have it? Champs. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm led to believe, I could be correct on this, but I think they've just cancelled all the events. And it, <laughs> not even, but it could be because, and I can say this because I am a vet, maybe the vets are vulnerable. So the thought of having vets together to do a champs in this current environment is just like, putting dynamite under <laughs> yeah under yeah. barrels of oil you know he's not going to do oil and the officials as well because i mean yeah. you know the officials are, are, are you know fairly old as well that's uh you can imagine the headline can't you covid outbreak in in vets <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it would not be uh, a pretty picture yeah it doesn't <laughs> oh it doesn't pay the paint the sport in a good light yeah. does it especially if it was on the, <laughs> if it was on the relay band <laughs> oh god <laughs> actually that'd be interesting to see how they get around that at the olympics with the uh with relay the relay band. yeah yeah, mm. yeah you might have to sort of dip your hands in antiseptic before you go on the track <laughs> uh, like you were doing the old uh, hand lift weightlifting dust uh sort of flower and then uh yeah. And just going back to that, I was just looking at uh, the football, because football was, <laughs> even the professional game now, which has been able to carry on, is struggling, isn't it? Because they're all yeah. outbreaks left and But when you see the football, they're still hugging each other. What is, you know, it seems like a different world. It's like a virtual reality, the football. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't understand it. I don't know why there's not more of a fuss made about it, to be honest with you. But it, you know, happens... Every week, you know, celebrating your celebrate. I mean, I don't know. They uh, they're in their little bubble, I suppose, and they're getting tested all the time. So maybe, maybe it's fine for them to <laughs> to hug each other after a goal. I don't know, but I mean, 
they uh <laughs> is that uh, Tracy crying? That was Tracy crying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, as as you say, like the league is, uh, especially the the leagues under the Premiership. I think there's a uh, 120 uh, cases this week. Yeah, have come yeah. out. I mean, Villa. I, mean, I, mean, I was listening about the Villa game that they're having to field a second team. And... Yeah, they're putting out under 21s or something, aren't they? Yeah. It, it, just yeah. Seems, yeah, it just seems the obvious thing is that, well, you just, that's because you're not changing your behaviour. And it just seems like. Yeah. Cause, I mean, I know there's a, a couple of managers in the Premier League that are calling for, you know, sort of a, a circuit breaker. Right. To, you know, just hold the, hold, you know, hold the league up for two or three weeks just so that they can get it back under control, which. To be honest, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. But... It seems a virtual reality, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, back to athletics. I mean, well, people can, I suppose it favours endurance athletes again because they can at least carry on doing their thing. If that's only running or going about, you can carry on doing that. It's tough on field eventers. Um, yeah. Sprinters, it's a harder on. You can do some conditioning work. You can do all that, I suppose. But... Um, High jumpers just go down to the uh, local park and, you know, jump into a sand pit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of mates to, you know, two metres apart, hold up a bit, hold up a branch and, you know. Well, you can use the washing line, can't you? Just oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's unfair on athletes. Um, not as unfair as it is on people like swimmers who are absolutely stuffed. I think it's, you know, swimming got to be really struggling but at least some athletes can carry on can't they talking about a tangent do you hear that story today this is nothing to athletes. That story today of the bogus covid uh injection guy oh yes i did hear something about it i just yeah I... it beggars belief on both sides one is like it's unbelievable what people would allow so the knock on the door i know the i think the woman was old so obviously there's a lot of grace there but knock on the door I've got a COVID injection for you. Oh, yeah, come on in. Um, <laughs> he's dressed in a tracksuit, for God's sake. <laughs> and then he charged the woman 190 quid to stick this in her arm. And he, and, and he did. And then he said, I've got to come back in a week for another, for a booster, for another oh 100 quid. Oh, my God. And he's in a tracksuit. Oh, that's crazy. It's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, both the goal that he's got to do that, but then, honestly, it's it's just amazing what you can get. Yeah. Away. Oh, blimey. And that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, but a quick reminder to everyone listening, the vaccine is free and you will receive a letter inviting you to make an appointment to receive the vaccine. Please do not let anyone into your home. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time, stay safe.